Welcome everybody to Nerdables. On this very special 4th of July episode, we're trying to figure out if Batfleck is returning for HBO Max, what Josh Wheaton was really doing on the Justice League set, if Beavis and Butthead can exist in today's world, what a new Seth Rogen CG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie might be like, Netflix has announced a Fallout series, if Chris Evans' missing cap means he will be returning, and what aliens and predators will look like being published by Marvel. Welcome, everybody. Joining me this week are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. Hey, hey guys. Hey. How's your fourth going? Hasn't gone anywhere yet, right? We're, uh, no fireworks, no no touching, no feeling, no... Uh, I don't know what you do on the 4th of July, <laughs> but it's, I don't think it involves touching and feeling. Um, so uh, we'll just jump right into it because we got a lot today. Um, so Batfleck is coming back. There's yeah. a rumor that started in May that Ben Affleck could be returning or signing a contract to appear in... Something for uh, HBO Max within the DC universe. It may be, to, be to, to do reshoot some stuff for Justice League or for Justice League reshoot or just like the re-release of Justice League. It's that's dumb. But they've also said multiple times he's not reshooting anything. That's what I'm saying. Is he's not reshooting anything? It's just a new. You just contract. said it's probably to reshoot stuff for Justice League. But he's not reshooting anything. That's it's I don't, I don't understand is if, if he's signing a contract, he's signing a contract for new content then because they're That's not what it is. Then, yeah. well, so here's what it's signing. Uh, or they're not reshooting anything for the Snyder cut of crap. The new info claims that Ben Affleck was already signed a new contract to return as Batman and that Affleck will be involved in additional appearances related to HBO Max, Zack Snyder and the Justice League movies. So well, additional appearances doesn't mean it's... Additional appearances means he may be doing... They could be cameos. doing a behind the scene or something. Not even cameras. He could be doing press. It says, Ben has indeed signed a new contract, and he is coming back, says Taylor Murphy of the Cultured Nerd, whoever that is. The official announcement is expected to happen either at DC Fandom or at JusticeCon. Neither is it Justice Con? Justice Con. I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, One of the two we're going to get. One of the two we're going to get announcement that begins. It's going to happen before September, where we're going to get an official announcement. So we're going to get the Snyder vs. Batman. So we're going to get the Snyder vs. Batman is going to be returning. The well-written article. And or or not well read, one or the other. Probably no, because a little bit from column A. Himself, so I, I well, would he also say, doesn't have his glasses. I would say the first time. Probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Murphy goes on to shoot down the notion that Michael Keaton was brought back to replace Ben Affleck as Batman, as well as Robert Patterson being a replacement. Pattinson. Pattinson as being a replacement as what is being created in the Marvel or the DC universe. But he was. That's. Matt Reeves is originally going to make the movie with Ben Affleck, and then they said no, mm-hmm. so he hired Robert Pattinson and said it takes place in another universe. That's When these articles don't pay attention to what happened two or three years ago, that's where I kind of throw them out. Right. Mm-hmm. 
if he signed a contract, if he signed a contract for appearances, it means he might be able to, you know, go, go to Jimmy Kimmel and be like, hey, guys, sign up for HBO Max because we have the Snyder Cut. It's still crap, but you can see it. Yeah. Maybe I'll do if I mean, if he does a commentary <laughs> for it, I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> the only thing I can think of is if if it Batman, says- if Batman as a character plays a big part in Flashpoint. As multiple universes, you can have the 89 Batman and the Snyderverse Batman. That could be another possibility. And then they'll digitally do Adam West and something like that. And you'll put all that in there as Ezra Miller goes through and be like, I'm Flash, and goes through all these different universes. And hell, it could be previously shot stuff, and none of them are filming anything. And it's just like, oh, we'll take a screen grab from 89 Batman or... It does say that uh, regarding why Ben Fleck, Ben Ben Fleck, Ben Affleck agreed to return as Batman. It's said because Affleck was once will once again be able to control his Batman. So, or if be, he isn't doing it. It's not his Batman. It's also correct. There's probably three things. One, I did that basketball movie and nobody saw it. Two, I'm out of drinking money. And three, <laughs> I miss being in shape. <laughs> And four, I did that Jane Silent Bob reboot, and that was where I Bob was in that. He was in. Yeah, um, but he, he, I mean, he did. That's just because he pretty much owes Kevin Smith his yeah. career. Yeah, it was. It was a really. I don't know if it owes his career. They didn't talk to each other for like twenty years. Yeah. Um, he's also in. Was uh, terrible. Oh, what was? There's a Netflix movie that he's in too. It's an action movie, movie with. Uh, I have no idea. It's him and the Mandalorian, and the dude from Tron. And the dude from Pacific Rim. It's a, there's merc- a lot of dudes in that. Movie. Yeah, no, it's all dudes. There's no, there's like barely any women in it. They're mercenaries and they end up like robbing a drug dealer or something like that, and everything goes mm-hmm. home from there. It's an interesting film. It's not fantastic. The one with uh, Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. oh. Extraction or something, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Like if you if you want to see Thor like shoot eighty nine people, that's the movie you got to <laughs> see. There's- Are you talking about the last thing he wanted? No. Triple fr- uh, Frontier? Triple Frontier. Uh, Poe Dameron's in it, too. They did another movie like similar to that. Was, There's what, a couple that, of them uh, that are there. Den of Thieves or something like that was similar oh, that to was that. Dr- that was yeah. Jared Butler, wasn't it? Yeah. Charlie Hunnam was in it, too. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Whoever the dude from... from I didn't recognize him at first. The dude from Tron. Garrett... Uh, oh, Garrett Hedlund? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching him like, that guy's voice sounds familiar. I looked up like, oh, that's the dude from Tron. He's big. <laughs> there is <laughs> one big. chick in it. Adria, yeah, it's somebody's sister or something like that. A R J O N A, just it's, one. What? Just one. It's uh, one chick. Oh, just Oscar, one. Oscar Isaacson's character is trying to get this other girl out too, and that's the person that's there. But anyway, so Ben Affleck's done a couple of films that nobody's seen. Right. So yeah. signing a contract, if he did sign a contract with HBO Max, like, yeah, I'll take anything that guarantees me cash. But uh-huh. it also could be that they want to do a behind the scenes of, or, you know, something like the Mandalorian did with the galaxy thing. Or if the that's not already thing. done, you're not doing it. Because the may- thing with the Mandalorian is they went into shoot and went, went into that knowing they were shooting all that stuff. Right. But I we- doubt there's behind the scenes stuff from the Snyder cut that, or Snyder, whatever, Snyder, Whedon, <laughs> Justice League that anyone wants released. No, but I'm, I'm sure that they. They could just when we get down. to that story, that's the stuff that should be released. Right. Now, there, there could be something that they're going to shoot with each of them sitting down and discussing the difference between working with Joss Whedon and working with... Uh, probably know, not a great yeah. idea right yeah. now either. Yeah. I don't Which brings us to the next thing. HBO, look, the Snyder versus Snyder Cut or whatever is going to be released on HBO Max. There are no reshoots for it unless Warner Brothers decides to change their mind. 
But as of right now, there are no research shoots for it. It's found footage. It's finished effect shots. Maybe ADR, maybe ADR. Well, apparently, and then we'll see it, and we'll be like, "Wow, you know what? This still sucks." Snyder finished principal photography on what he had wanted to shoot. Yeah. So that was all done. It was just the CGI of that wasn't finished because they yeah, there was there was no such the thing of this. When everyone said there's no Snyder cut, technically there's no Snyder cut because it wasn't finished. Correct. It's not like they don't. They're spending thirty million dollars to finish his movie. That movie is not done. No. If you have a budget of two hundred million and you still have to spend thirty million, you got one sixth of it to go. Hey, you know what? We got to still finish this. That movie's not done. It's not mm-hmm. like you know the scenes that'll be added on the for Star Wars that and were shot. I don't think and you're going to recoup that thirty million off of no. your streaming service. I just, it's, the only reason that this makes any sense to me, and I do love the fact that now people are pissed off because. Um, Oh shoot! There was something else. It wasn't. It wasn't the the Suicide Squad. It was something else. Oh, so supposedly there's a Schumacher cut of Batman and Robin, <laughs> and that's been that's been the thing now. Or well, not? I'm sorry. Uh, Batman Forever. Yeah. There's a Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. And now that's the thing. And one of the guys no who one was big, gave a crap until he yeah. Died. There's a guy on yeah. my on my Facebook right. that was really big about the Snyder cut. Snyder cut. Snyder cut. And now he's like, oh, this is so terrible. Hey, this is your fault. This is what yeah. you guys were stroking your yeah. cocks for for four years. We need the Snyder Cut. We need the Snyder Cut. And as soon as it happens, if you get the Snyder Cut, we get the Jar Jar Cut of Phantom Menace. It's going to happen. <laughs> we're going to get the, the the Schumacher Cut of all of those Batman films, 30 more minutes of each film being terrible. We're going to we get the Suicide Squad Cut. I'm sure we've got... Wait, did you hear about the Edgar Suicide Wright's Squad? Edgar Wright's Cut of Ant-Man. Yeah. The Suicide Squad, since he never shot it. Well, uh, <laughs> well people are going to canvas to be like, hey, All I want, let him I want, shoot it. You know what I actually want? And we're not going to get it, and we'll never get it because it's Disney. Give me the Lord and Miller cut of Solo. Yeah. I mean, not a cut. I just want to see that footage. I want to see what the hell they were shooting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, they're the only ones that have been fired, you know, that that have shot footage. Actually, Josh Trank and Colin Trevorrow never got to touch anything. And uh, Gareth Edwards was done. The reshoots were handled by somebody else, but it's not like he has a ton of footage. Well, it's probably a ton of footage, but it was all stuff they said they basically shot to be like, we know a lot of this is probably going to get cut. We just want to be able to, to to have all this thing in there. That's the one you want to give me found footage or lost footage or whatever. That's the one I want. I want Lord and Miller solo. I want to see what that looked like. Obviously, none of it's done. There's probably a lot of green screen in the back, but I'd love to see what some of their choices were with uh, that film. Suicide Squad, you mentioned... Can, they came out this week and said that the original idea for the big bad boss battle at the end was supposed to be with parademons and not with the Enchantress's Enchantress? brother thing. Yeah. Brother thing. Whatever that other creature was, the fire thing or something, I don't know. Don't remember. All I remember the was only reason I sort of remember is because it was on TV in the background while I was sorting yeah. something. And even not paying attention, I paid attention enough to though that movie is ass. Oh, it's totally. But I yeah, watched it once when I was up there. That movie like, made more money than City. Justice League. Oh. But apparently that was supposed to be... Parademons were supposed to be the big bad boss but that battle. sounds stupid too. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it was... As soon as they were like, we have the Joker in it, but the Joker's not the bad guy. Yeah. That was where the, the, the whole thing went down. We were on this show and I said, I don't understand yeah. how you don't do that. Because you can only use the Joker... Let's say tops, you're going to get five Batman films. Right. You're still only going to use the Joker twice tops. Yeah. Maybe only, you should only use it once. Right. Now you get a Joker film that has nothing to do with Batman. Now you can use that character against other things. And 
it would have made sense to me because it exactly what happens when Harley leaves the squad, mm-hmm. you know, that's the twist is like Harley is, joins, is yeah, is the thing is, would have been fine, but they had to go with the, the, you know, energy beams into the sky thing, which is the end of most every Marvel film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, and you could have still left that version of the Joker in there and just, you could have added that it's the twist of, you know, being Jason Todd, which is what all the fans have been crying and wanting Wanting it to be. Yeah, because it would have been interesting. It would have been more interesting, especially if, you know, you have the damaged and you have all that. It would have been more interesting if somebody else played him. That might have been. Not if you're going to do it as the Jason Todd version of a a Joker. I don't know. It would work. It's still a terrible Joker. Oh, it's a a horrible Joker. I don't think you need to have the Joker as some gangster Mm -hmm. criminal. That's the thing. The way that he's written in that movie is just, it makes him. The Joker in in Azarello is. One shot with um, Bermejo, as he's done, is kind of like a more kind of upscale gangster dude sort of thing, but also still really nuts. But in the in the four issue, it wasn't a one shot. Is it a four issue? I always I think, think it was a four issue. Yeah, yeah, I just think of the trade. Well, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. whatever th- it is, like if if you have him be like that, more sophisticated, type yeah, to ish. a bit, like well dressed, and yeah. I'm, I mean, almost in a way of like sort Cesar like Romero's Joker. Or yeah. Nicholson's. Nicholson to some degree, but really just like he's always wearing a fine suit. He's the always dark, the what was it? The Dark Knight Returns Dark Knight the comic. Uh, comic, yeah, yeah. Not, the, not yeah. the movie, but well, but, Joker. But even even, you know, when you look at when you look at Nicholson's, he was still a gangster there. Mm. Well he's always a gangster. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is, is something the that, Dark Knight one with Letcher was Really good because he played against being that gangster. He was just an anarchist, which it really took you to what a lot of the comics had, de- had well, he also, developed he, into. He's an him. anarchist, but he's also really, really well prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. is If you really want to get into the dichotomy of that movie is that he's the most prepared character, even more so than Batman. Sure. And he's the one that's supposed to be all crazy, and he's not. That's where if, if, if Heath Ledger would have survived... And we got a third movie, and who knows, maybe we would have gotten a fourth with him doing it and re- reprising that. It was such an interesting character because it was like everything he's saying is BS. Iron Man 3 is on right now. Right. And we know everything that Gary Pierce is saying is all BS. Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce. Why do I say Gary? We, we know that Sir Ben Kingsley is completely BS, which everybody right. goes crazy for, and it's like, it's the worst thing ever. And I said, that's the best part of this film. <laughs> the, it's see, the thing that throws you like crazy. But, but to have him be that subversive of, character too. of his, of the Joker in that film is how connected he is yeah, and how well he can manipulate these other organized crime to, to destroy itself. But also the internal idea of just burning all the money. Right. I don't need this. Blowing up a hospital because like who cares? I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need a gang war. I'm just doing it because I'm trying to prove that I can. The bank heist, yeah, is really predic- meticulously done. You know, except for hey, we went into a, we walked, drove out of the bank, ran into a bunch of buses. <laughs> well, even someone's you can say got the, a cell phone. <laughs> you can say the buses were planned. Too, no, it is. It's so. supposed to be the buses are planned. But if yeah. you if you love that movie, you forgive it. And if you're a Christopher Nolan hater, hater. That is one of the dumbest scenes because oh, yeah. they all have cell phones. <laughs> hey, Bob. Yeah, so this bus just pulled out of the bank. Okay, hold on. 911. Hi, 911. Yeah, a bus just drove out of a bank. He's right in front of me. 
Well, not, <laughs> not even to mention is the cop cars coming the other way, seeing the one bus full of, like, drywall dirt and dirt. Yeah, <laughs> the one that has no kids in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but even even the fact that there was enough room between the two buses. That's what I mean. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fantastic image, and because I love Christopher Nolan's and his movies, then I accept that as, like, oh, that looks cool. Yes, you start to break it down. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, I watched Winter Soldier again, like, a couple weeks ago, and I'm going, where's the point of, like, Hey, Tone. Yeah, it's Steve. So, S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, most of it's Hydra. All right, I'll see you in a couple minutes. Click. <laughs> all my, all we, everyone we know is trying to kill us. No. <laughs> well, you see, he was dealing with his PTSD. No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, he doesn't really deal with it here for a while either. But you mentioned the Mandarin. If you're going to deviate from a character, like the Joker or something, if you're going to deviate, give a... You know, at least do it where you're you're going to turn it on its head, and yes, granted that Marvel went back with the one shot and said, "Hey, guess what? We're sorry, guys. We're sorry, people." Well, what they did is they but they the gave you the Mandarin that you thought you were going to get, the international terrorist, uh-huh. and we know that the Ten Rings exists because it's a part of the first Iron Man film, and it's also in Ant Man. It's in the Ant Man film, but to give you the Mandarin and then Twitch to just be the the. the the, the switch or, or whatever the tease the what a twist but what of if you would have him being the, the actor was great to me because it's just like again when you when you're people are like well they don't they didn't do it right you got to get rid of that like the guy when it came into the store once and could not stop complaining about ant-man because they didn't use hank pym right they used scott lang as oh, the ant-man that was in it well, he was, gonna... like they didn't do it right they used the wrong ant-man i'm like just that's get out there's a couple that's there's, there's like multiple. 40 of them yeah. one of them's an actual villain for god's sake yeah um there's talk of that doom may not be um the original doom i just went totally blank what's the no, hold on we'll get it um what's the chick that took over as doom when they're when they're isn't there in the movies? No. no, no, not in the movies. In the comic books, was there a chick? I don't think there was a female Doom. in the no. latest incarnation of Doom. A female? I don't know. I haven't read FF forever. Okay, Marvel's released like four comics. I read. I read this year. article and I kind of just breezed through it because it was by one of the you know it's one of those sites that you know. You just if they're doing read. Doom, they're doing the original character, whose name you don't know. Victor Von Doom. Okay, you do, you do. <laughs> there you go. One of these days, I'm going to get him to have an aneurysm. <laughs> It's all the Constructicons, and they come together to form. Go for it. <laughs> I thought his head was going to explode like a special effect in my I, car. My head did feel like it was about to explode. So anyway. You see him twitching like, it's. So. And he, impressively, I'll give him this. He knew all the Constructicons' names. I don't remember any of them, but he could not remember what they formed. And I think you did, like, you had half the Insecticon names. And what was the other, the one after Devastator, whatever the other one was? You had I most had, of them. I had the uh, Aerial Bots. You had the Aerial Bots. <laughs> like, all of them could not remember the only name I knew, which was Devastator. And, like, he's shaking. He's so mad. And I won't. I'm like, don't you grab that cell phone. You're not allowed. You got to do it. <laughs> and then He's just like devastator. <laughs> we are about to. The, we are about. We are leaving Earth Two in in Northridge. No, that wasn't it. It was when we were coming home from that YouTube thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. That was that was a. Oh riot. god, that was a bad event. Too. That's where we figured out. Even if we come up with a good idea, we're still never going to make as much money as mm-hmm. stupid talking orange. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at each other halfway through this event, going. I don't think we want to be in this one. That's what I was when we got in the car. I said, you know what? If I've thought, if I've learned anything, I don't want to be a part of the internet. 
Because it was like the people that they put on there, like how to make money on the internet was like annoying orange. Somebody who was doing like, you know, people watch me wash clothes or something like just yeah, dumb. Yeah. And I'm just going, why are these people? How, how are these people famous? Yeah. And then yeah. when they, when they, when they, uh, when Cartoon Network canceled Symbiotic Titan, like two days later, yeah. they announced like the annoying orange show or something. I'm like, yeah. that's what you're showing. Yep. <laughs> Come on. Well, even, um, uh, the new Will Ferrell movie that's on Eurovision. Uh, Eurovision. Oh, I gotta watch that. There's there's a scene and it's nothing but TikTokers and YouTubers. Yeah. You know that are doing this. You know, basically a uh, a pitch perfect style. You know, where they do the uh, imp- they do the uh, acapella mm. mashup. Mm. You know, like in the second one, I think they had the Green Bay Packers doing. You know, where they they have to follow in on a certain part of the song. Yeah, it's the the contest. Yeah. Um, sing off. So they they David have Cross. them all singing one song, doing that, and it's there's just nothing but YouTubers and yeah and and you know. But then you find out that Arabelle's watching the thing. Going, Don't tell me. No, she's watching the thing at the end. And she goes, the director and writer is one of the YouTubers or a TikToker oh. or something. I'm oh. like, well, that makes sense now. Um. So yeah, Ben Affleck may be returning. Not oh, necessarily we under the cowl as Batman. No, you but... had something you wanted to say like an hour ago. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I was I was looking it up. I didn't see anything regarding a female Doctor Doom. There we go. The only thing I saw was an article from like 2014 that said the reboot was going to have a female instead of Victor? whatever they gave us. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the 2014 film. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Fan so. fan four stick. That's what it was. Fan oh, the only yeah, other yeah, things yeah. that came up is like his mother and his daughter or goddaughter or whatever. When uh, Reed and Sue have a child and Valer- yeah, Valeria, he's like Valeria Von Doom. Yes, or Valeria mm-hmm. Megan Von Doom or something like that. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of talk this week about Josh Whedon and uh, Joss. 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 I said Josh, didn't I? Wow. He yells at me, and I say I know, Joss I, every time. It just sounds wow. like Josh when you say it really fast. Yeah. Uh, Joss Whedon and his conduct. Your Firefly uh, car gets revoked. What? Your My Firefly, Firefly card, car? Your card <laughs> gets revoked. You guys say, I have a stroke when I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> Chris has lost it. <laughs> There's only so much Ethan says, and then when he says it, you get it wrong. Of course, we had to jump down his throat. <laughs> so, I want to hear more about your fireflight car. I want to know what that looks like. <laughs> Imagine it's orange with flames. So, Ray Fisher accused Joss Whedon of abuse on the set. That's the way the article starts out. Remember, like 15 years ago, when everybody thought he was like a god, and then Ray Fisher. he was cyborg. Cyborg. Aneurysms all around. He's Cyforge. He makes he makes daggers. <laughs> Ray, yes, a, Ray Fisher accused Joss Whedon of uh gross abusive, abusive unprofessional, unprofessional, unprofessional completely unacceptable behavior <laughs> being displayed in two thousand seventeen during the Reshoots of the blockbuster. Blockbuster, really? Blockbuster? Suicide Squad made more money than that film. It's very sort of vague, though, too, of a comment. Well, that's a environment to release it, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And now those uh, those allegations have been soundly denied. (laughs) 
I always love what that says because what are they, they going to say? Well, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's saying that? You know what? He's right. By yeah, Warner Brothers? Well, uh, Ray Fisher also accused Jeff Johns and who's the other producer? Whoever the other producer is of allowing that behavior to continue. Is that John Berg? John Berg. I think so. Yeah. So his, his accusation was Whedon's a, a D-bag. Yeah. He treated me and uh, the other actors terribly and producers knew about it and didn't do anything. So what you're saying is Fisher's not going to be back as cyborg. What you're saying is that Josh Whedon's on the project. I don't think Whedon's going to be on the project yeah. either. I mean, Whedon is is he was brought in to finish it, so that's all. Well, he was going to do that Batgirl movie where he's like, "We're going to have a gay, oh, Muslim, yeah, 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 lesbian, yeah. Lindsay Lohan, black, Ugh. trans Batgirl," and that started that whole thing of people going, "Um, you know, his feminism isn't really real." Yeah. <laughs> his ex-wife went after him, and then everything just kind of slid downhill from there. Oh. Well, Berg came in and said it was categorically categorically untrue. Because what else is he going to say? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whedon was a complete bag of feminine products. We still didn't care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he just punched somebody on the set. We're like, yeah, Joss, go for it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I know we probably don't remember, but uh, Fisher was upset because he couldn't do the, the traditional cyborg booyah. Booyah. No. Berg commits it that says it's the flip. Berg says that he wanted Fisher to do the uh, do the and, and Fisher Fisher refused, refused. Uh, and that's where few, because his, he probably his, wanted to be his own. He, instead yeah, of he just didn't want to do some catchphrase from yeah. right. uh, Carrie Payton. Payton. So mm-hmm. the accusation, the Berg says the accusation stems from that. Basically, it's yeah. like he felt upset that we asked him to do something he didn't want to do, and that was the end of it. You know, because Fisher's he was such accusation, a big name actor anyway. Fisher, but yeah. the, the thing is, is Fisher's accusation is more than just a single line. I mean, the, the, again, he doesn't right. he doesn't do details, which doesn't do him any service. At right. this point, you know, it's funny as I was watching uh, clips of the Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix special, mm. and he talks about a juicy Smollett <laughs> instead of Jesse Smollett. <laughs> juicy Smollett, and he's like, "We were trying to help him by being silent because we knew he wasn't telling the truth. <laughs> like, this makes no sense." <laughs> Um, and it's sort of here where the more that Jesse Smollett started talking, the more you knew he was lying. The yeah. thing here is, as long as Fisher doesn't start to do some some concrete accusations, yeah. what, when you, what is Whedon doing that's unprofessional? What right. is he doing that's abusive? Is this a constant strange of trying to get people to do stuff that they're not comfortable with? Is he not working with actors? If he's not making suggestions right. and then having that dialogue between the actor and the director as to what is actually going to appear on screen. But how would that be or abusive? Is, it's it a director's decision. But it depends on how you go at it. I mean, well, if you if have you can, a director that looks at you and like, just say the F in lines and then walk away, that can be considered abusive. If they say, you know what? Do the take you want to do it. Let's do the take in between and let's do the take that's on the page. Most people wouldn't consider that abusive. It just so if he hits on... you in the back of the head with his megaphone, <laughs> yeah. you know that too. I mean, it's just it's time for your close up. He doesn't say he's physically abusive, but it definitely it lends itself to believe that it is conduct in the way that he's running the set sure. and how he's treating actors and maybe even staff that um, Fisher feels is unprofessional. But again, not saying specifics. It's hard to then, like, but, I can't take him at his word if he doesn't give me some specifics in terms of, and he doesn't have to be specific, like, he told me to do this. Yeah. If it's just, 
I, I, I didn't feel listened to at all as an actor. I, I wasn't allowed to do this if it wasn't. Because, again, he may feel that's abusive. We may not. Who knows? Yeah. You know, if you're George Lucas, you're not asking for extra takes because you don't care. Right. You're just like, whatever. I'm just going to fix everything in green screen. But if you're Fisher and you and he's saying, no, I want you to do it this way. I'm not, you know, and this is the only way we're going to do it. I, I want my, this is the way I see this scene going and you have to do it this way. But with Ben Affleck or something, he's going, you know, Ben's going, hey, Joss, can I you know, do this or, you know, that can, can be I that add too. this? Yeah. And, you know, obviously... You know, seniority sort of trumps a lot of things too. Yeah, but also perception is reality. Yeah, and if, if that's there, you know, in the sports world, you, you're going to treat. Yeah, you know, you're you're going to treat Mike Trout differently than you treat the, your backup first baseman. Except the type of person Mike Trout is says, "No, we're all the same." If you're Barry Bonds, you're like, "I want my own locker room. I want my own well, shower." Yeah, if you're LeBron no James, allowed, if you're, you're LeBron, yeah. yeah. So, but it's. It's perception. If you have you have players on that team that have no problem with that, right? They're just like, I know LeBron's better than me. He's going to make Space Bam two. I'm okay with that. Space or Bam two. Space Bam two. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's uh, a porn. But but. You see, yeah. Well, he's doing porn. That's his whole production company's porn. Space Bam two. We don't. We get a letter. He said, "Desist. Please stop talking about LeBron James production company doing porn." Um, but then you have players that don't feel that's okay, and they're going to say something. So. Sure, but Again, if you're Josh without Sweet, it, without specifics, a lot of this can be chalked up to Fisher's perception of the reality of the set. Sure, so that's why it's it's a fairly serious acquisi- ac- acquisition accusation. It's not a sexual accusation. Right. It's not a physically abusive sexual uh, <laughs> physically abusive <laughs> accusation. Uh, everybody's having a problem today. Dude, I've been drinking all day. <laughs> accusation so it's still on the mild side for some of the stuff that we've seen come out in the last couple of years but it's serious enough that there are questions to be raised on both sides sure again i'm not disbelieving him at all because we've heard things about joss before but i also need to know what exactly are you accusing him of because we haven't heard specifics before we've heard people that may have a problem with him disney um yeah, but those were... It's a different thing. That's what I'm saying. Say, yeah. Problems are problems. Whether it's abuse, whether sure. it's manipulation, whether it's being late, whether it's not shooting enough on time, whether it's not getting enough, whether it's wanting more, all of the stuff that's there, problems are problems. Do you have directors that are considered problem directors? You have directors that are like, he can do a blockbuster, but he doesn't want to do it. There's a lot of that stuff that's there. And there the best thing that ever happened to Disney day. was Joss Whedon going, I don't want to do this after Age of Ultron. Right. Because, you know... Hey, the Russo brothers, can you? Oh, you're here already. What is the? Oh, wow. There's like 8,000 pages of the future <laughs> of the Marvel Universe. Here's your contract. Yeah. Do three more movies. There's very few people on earth that didn't like Winter Soldier. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Still love that movie. You know what's funny is, they, speaking of Marvel real quick. I, I like when you say still. Like, <laughs> next year, eh, I don't love that movie anymore. <laughs> you know, I've seen it over 300 times now. Maybe I... 300 just this week. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Um... <laughs> Now that I have, you know, with it on Disney Plus, you know, it's easier than just putting in. It's the just disc. white noise. <laughs> well, no, your DVD is worn out because you've played it so much that you have to use the streaming I've completely services. Completely you know, remove the movie off of the the disc. It's yep. just I've watched it so much, I just pulled the entire. <laughs> the eye reader has burned it. You know, there are other stuff on Disney Plus. I know. You can search today. I put in like six documentaries on my list. Well, now there's plenty of X Men movies. There are. Um, so we can watch two of them. 
<laughs> X2, uh, three of them. X2, First Class, and Days of Future Past. Yep. Um, did you see uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, um, and uh, Ryan Reynolds? They did that Zoom call. Or they're supposed to be. It was. It was the. Re, it was a. It was, it was a, supposed to be a reunion of the X Men people. And it was from all th- all the different films. It was mm-hmm. like Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy were on there at the same time. Like, oh, we're confused. And Sophie Turner's there. Ian uh-huh. McKellen comes in and leaves. And right, yes, Ryan Reynolds jumps in. And the end of it was fantastic. Yeah, it's the Wolverine Origins reunion because Lee Schreiber shows up. No. It, it and just, that just reminds me that hurts so bad because I wanted him in Logan. Yeah. I didn't want to do the. I thought the whole time they were teasing the idea of this whatever that that was in the box sort of thing, right? Mm. Which ended up being the clone of Wolverine that. Oh him. yeah. I thought it was going to be Sabretooth. That would have been cool. I would have just I, to open that yeah. up and leave Schreiber comes out like yes, that yes, been cool. please. That would have been cool. and have him kill him. That would be awesome. Yeah. He's That'd so been really good. good. He's the only he good thing good, out of Origins. Yeah. Well, that and Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's always great as Wolverine, but mm-hmm. I was oh, mad. Oh, come on. Uh, the, the reverse CG of uh, or the young making Professor X look younger. Man, that was before. That was ahead of its no. time. <laughs> that was so The whole movie sucked. <laughs> I love it, though, because at the end of it, it's just Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And Reynolds goes, you know, this means it's, it's an origins reunion. And all of a sudden, Striver comes in. He's like, ah! And then leaves. <laughs> Apparently... Uh, Ryan Reynolds did pitch uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe to Marvel as the next Deadpool movie to bring him into the MCU. And they I took him down. Pod. There's no way Disney's going to let him just shoot everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he literally kills like 80 people yeah. in that comic. <laughs> and they're all major players. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'd still be an interesting way to bring Deadpool in. <laughs> well, that's oh. ba- I mean, it's, it's basically the end of Deadpool 2, isn't it? Where he goes around just shooting everybody? Pretty much, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the problem. So, but you said that was all onion. You just keep going back to it. Let's just bring it here and chew <laughs> on the air. That's what I did with the popcorn. <laughs> Mikey. Mm. There was one episode he just did nothing but chew on the... So, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and I don't have any soundboard buttons for him because I figured, <laughs> I figured you guys would be doing <laughs> enough of it. Are getting a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Socks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, He's got to make some money somewhere. I mean, King of the Hill isn't really being rerun as much, so he doesn't have as many royalties. So once, when Beavis and Butthead ended, they did one more season. Yes. Much later. And I don't remember any of it except the very last episode, which is actually one of my favorite episodes. Part of the problem, when they, when they released it on DVD, they didn't have all the music videos because they couldn't clear right. the rights. When they went back to MTV, they had trouble clearing rights for music videos. So... One of the things that Mike Judge has complained about is one of the, the hallmarks of the classic Beavis and Butthead was being able to do almost any music video you wanted because it was owned by MTV and MTV already had the rights to show it. Um, and in some cases, especially with like uh, Rob Zombie, he said that Beavis and Butthead changed their career because then they did um, More Human Than Human or whatever. Oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead watched the video and they're very, you know, like, yeah, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it exploded. Um so they do this season in the last episode. <laughs> Beavis and Butter are on a field trip and they go to a colonial town reenactment. They fall asleep on the bus. Mr. Van Driesen works for this colonial town too. He does he's one of the actors. So when they get he gets off the bus and he gets changed, they wake up, they think they've traveled back in time, <laughs> and they see Mr. Van Driesen flirting with a butter turner girl. 
And like, if we can stop them from like having children, we don't ever have to go to school. Yeah, yeah let's do it. And I love the fact that they think if their teacher is never born, <laughs> somehow they don't have to go to school at all. <laughs> and the whole thing is them trying to to cock block Mr. Pantreason and his punctuator crop. And it's hilarious because they're completely accepting of the idea that somehow they've gone back in time 140 years. But yeah. of that season, that's the only one I remember. That season is still better than the Boondock season four, which is a completely worthless piece of trash that should never be seen by anybody. But so I don't know how, how you do. Th- how do you do this in today's society? Unless you just do what you just, unless you do what they, you just said is that they cannot survive in this society in, in this society now and it's them trying to be themselves you know a, against where society is and needing to try to get back in time it's there's not as much of if you go back and watch them there's not as many that maybe the issues that we would think would be concerning cuz really it's not trying like, to light their their farts on fire is not is, do you think that'll work now yeah because it's not it's, it's not something that has anything to do with race. It has anything to do with gender. It has nothing to do with sexual orientation. But Disney and a lot of that type of removing, stuff. Uh, Lila going different. into the oven to hide from, you know, from Disney's, Connie. Disney's, Connie. Connie. Disney's not MTV. That's Disney's true. not Viacom. Um, so there is, it's more of the, the idea. Okay. But he said, just said, he said uh, yeah, Disney's not Viacom. This is oh. not Viacom. This is on MTV. Said, this is not Viacom. That's why. No, Disney. Uh, Disney is not Viacom. You know, so it's it's so it's it's odd because you really don't know what they can do. Because Ren and Stimpy couldn't survive now either. Ren and Stimpy no. couldn't survive now because their their creator is a sexual predator. <laughs> That's true. But. <laughs> Raped numerous women. So no more Ren and Stimpy. Bye. That guy cosplaying as Powdered Toast Man? No, that's not happening anymore. Um, it's it's their humor is based on stupidity. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I are we not? Are, are we not the stupid culture now? Is it, I think we are. Oh, I don't totally. think. Oh, yeah, but I don't think the kids these days. It's the same thing when they got revamped again. It's our generation that watched it. I don't think the kids watch it. Anymore. Oh no! They're, so they're it's gonna watch like, this. It's not a YouTube. What are you talking about? The kids are watching it now. Every time they see Trump on TV. No, what he's saying is kids are not going to watch Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, kids aren't going to watch. This, is, this isn't being made for twenty-year-olds like it was oh, in the sure. nineteen no, ninety-eight. No, 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 right. It's being made for forty-year-olds. Yeah. Which you know, twenty-five years later, which will watch it because like, oh great, it's on TV, not not YouTube. Yeah. It, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they can do, but I can't imagine it lasting too long. No. Um, speaking about a butthead making something, Seth Rogen is uh, going to do a new, uh, a new CGI uh, version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, or, I'm sorry, a CG version. Just CG version. He's doing a movie. Right. It, well, let's do that first. Computer generated. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has not been canceled yet. No. Yeah. Yes. He's when doing you say a he's film. doing a new one, you know, he's not. He's well, not doing. He's not doing a series. He's doing a film. Remember, Netflix is saying that they are going to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon as well, mm. not a film. Well, it's part of their deal with Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick. Um. As somebody that loves the Ninja Turtles but can't really stand 
Seth Rogen. How do you feel I'm, about him? It's not that I can't stand. I just does, don't care for him. Doesn't make anything I'm really interested in. He's the same as I am with Will Ferrell, probably. I've probably. I've I've grown out of Will. No, Ferrell's because comedy. you just hated the other guys. I've I've grown out of his comedy. Like I, it's it's just not funny to me anymore. Well, none of you like the other guys except me. I'm the only one that could understand the genius <laughs> of that film. Oh, it's a terrible movie. That movie's amazing. It's terrible. That movie is <laughs> amazing. The worst. It is worst movie ever. Amazing. That's not the worst movie Stupidest ever. Stupidest movie. You went to see <laughs> Fantastic Four. No, I didn't. You didn't. No, that was, that was Mikey me. and I. Yeah. You disappoint me in so many ways. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It, it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> it had some aspects to it. I didn't like. I don't like any of the Fantastic Four movies. They all suck. The first third of that movie is actually not bad. Which one? The fan fan the drink? fan force stick. Yeah, it's the, not the, bad. The moment that they they go, it's over because yeah. yeah, they're such idiots on that planet or whatever. Oh yeah, and there's no like a lot of people said there's no second act. It just kind of just Stops. happens. <laughs> and I can't stand the way that they you know with Reed running away and what is, it's just ugh. anyway. <laughs> um, no, it's it'll be. It depends on what the film is. I mean, the last CGI movie in what two thousand? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It was excellent. Oh, it was amazing. Patrick Stewart is uh, some god or something in it, if I remember right. Which almost was a direct tie into the movies. Somewhat, I think. loosely. I, I mean, it remember. never it never really identified them, long but you ago. did oh. see the artifacts mm-hmm. from the other movies. Yeah, I think and I think it, it launched a lo- the TV show revival and added to that TV well, show the, revival. The, the TV show revival at that point was actually pretty much adapting the comics, which was amazing. Right. Yeah, their, their Triceratine storyline is like right on. It's amazing. Um, uh, the, but the, I, it's it's. Again, it was good, and then we'll see what happens. I'm not watching Rise because it's not aimed towards me. It's even more kiddie than the last one, mm. Rise which I like the last one. Definitely. It's probably the most <laughs> kiddie of all of the teen. You know. Well, no, the first one. No, this is more kiddie than that one. It's impossible. The first one is the first one is aimed at. No, pirates. this one's this one's way more kiddie. I'm telling you, the first one is <laughs> the is original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, that's kiddie. Totally it's good. Kitty, but it's not as Kitty as Rise. Is Rise the Lucha Libre one? Yes. Oh. That's an interesting way of putting it. I think about it that. looked like Lucha Libre's. Yeah. yeah they right. do. <laughs> and somehow Raph's now the, the, the animation leader. He's also just, the Whatever. Yeah, I know that it's a new story, and I'm all for making new stories, and then I'm all for, like, if that story doesn't interest me, I'm just not going to see it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away anything else. I still have all my comics. I still have the, the last series. So... Yeah, it's good. To be a true fan, you have to watch every iteration. Nope. See, and that's the problem, though, because you, what Chris just said is what fans should really be doing. Yeah. Is if you don't like something, even you're especially fan, like it's just like the idiots that are just like, well, it. if we don't support it, then it's not going to come back. I'm like, no. What happens when you don't support it is it's going to come back and it's going to be different. Like yeah. if the majority of people don't watch Rise of TMNT, it's not like Nickelodeon paid what they what they pay him like nine hundred million dollars or whatever. I mean, they they paid Peter Laid a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to not do anything with exactly. it. Like, oh, well, this one didn't work, so we're done. Well, a property that's existed for almost 40 years and some inter- iteration. One of the biggest properties worldwide for years at the end of the 80s into the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Major successful films, three series, toys, everything. They're not just going to abandon that. Yes, if like if Ben 10 were to first come out, when the hell did that come out? 98, whatever. If that comes out and someone's like... Pfft, 
it doesn't work. Yeah, there's not going to be a Ben 10 revival. Well, now at this point, there probably would be. TMNT no was 2007. What. The movie was 2007? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was later than I thought. So yeah. this movie is being produced by Evan Goldberg and James Weaver. Uh, Jeff Rowe, who wrote Gravity Falls and Connected, is directing it. Um, and Brian o- Brendan O'Brien, who wrote... Brendan O'Brien. Wrote Neighbors, Sorority Rising, and Mike and Dave Need a Wedding Need Wedding Dates. See, those sound familiar. Those are not good movies. He's the one who's writing the screenplay. Neighbors. I've seen pieces of Neighbors. It this makes is me the chuckle. second Neighbors. Neighbors, yeah, Neighbors 2 is terrible. This is Neighbors 2. But I watched part of it rising. because it's, just, it, it's one of those things, like, I hate to say it because uh, I guess yesterday was Zac Efron Day or whatever on FX because they had Baywatch oh. and then Sorority. And it was, I was like, He's really good as a comedic actor. <laughs> I really think he's funny. Well, so, yeah, Zach Efron's in that. He's also in uh, Mike and Dave Need a wedding, need Wedding Dates. Yes, along with uh, the, the fat kid from Pitch Perfect. Which, yes. Adam Devine. Has Anna Kendrick in it, too. Yeah. I say, Adam, Adam, Adam Levine's on The Voice. I don't know. Which, that movie is just, uh, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a stupid comedy. You know, it's, it's, it's dumb. Yeah. It's... Not quite national. It's a little bit better than the other guys. No. Shut up. The other guys is amazing. <laughs> you have no taste. You walked out of the Lego movie, so forget this is it. true. No, I fell asleep during the Lego movie. Whatever it was. Whatever. No, I mean, Seth Rogen is a big TMNT fan, so... Seth Rogen's a big fan of anything that stoners are a fan of. Sure. So cartoons, cereal... Pizza. And pizza and drugs and loose women. That's He's right in that... Right in that 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 bell away. Wow, that's a you know combination there. Sounds like, sounds woman, like do some drugs and watch eat cereal and watch cartoons. It sounds like a combination most of us do. <laughs> um. So, anyways, Netflix has also announced that they're going to do a Fallout TV series based on the video game. Fallout boy. Yeah, they're doing a TV series about Fallout. Up and at them. The creators of Westworld are going to be doing the series. This one looks interesting to me. I think this one would be a a good fit. Video game adaptations always work. (laughs) But not the the concept of it. Yeah, but if they pull it off like they did with Mortal Kombat. Did you see Mortal Kombat 2? No, but I'm talking about this TV series. See Mortal Kombat 2. You want a movie that's terrible. Yeah, but see, that's a different. It's a different type of game. This is, you know, those games don't have a story to them. No, like I know. Mortal Kombat. But you know what does? Halo. They still can't. They still can't do it. Sure. Uh, uh, Doom still can't do it. Um, what was what was the other one that The Rock did, or was that Doom? I think that was Doom. Doom. That was Doom. Uh, Tomb Raider. That's got a story. We got three terrible films that nobody liked. The third one wasn't that bad. The Alex Vincander one. Yeah. Yeah. You know who? You know who saw that? No one. Um, made like four bucks. Uh, but this is a post-apocalyptic, you know. Um, you just described every game. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Sirius. Licking my knee. Um, licking your balls. Licking my knee. <laughs> well, you so tried to Jonathan Nolan and Lee- last week. So. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> wow. Rich is trying to suck Travis's nut. Yeah, you said it so, right on air. Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are going to be the ones that are going to be creating this new Fallout world. Um, oh, new Fallout World. They haven't said how closely to the game it will be. You know, like The Witcher, which is, you know, uh, based on a game, based on oh, a graphic novel. Huh. 
Um, which is a game that has a series of novels that then became a TV series, which takes you four episodes to figure out what the F is going on. Not even. You get to the end and you realize, oh, this is all backwards. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's like the fourth one. Yeah, you, you can figure, figure out about the fourth Because even Beth, had, by the fourth one, went, you know what's happening? It's playing backwards. It's not backwards. Not backwards. It's all over it's, the place. It's, it's, it's before what happens in the first episode. It's not linear. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's very nonlineal, and there's no cues to figure out exactly how nonlineal it is. Yeah. So there's nothing. There's no wardrobe change. There's no lighting change. There's no. You just wait, and you're like, it's like I the fourth. I already saw this episode. The fourth episode, you're like, I already saw this part, and then you realize, oh, okay, this is. I saw this person die in the first episode. I but actually like that. I liked it once I figured it out, but let me tell you, those first three episodes, I was like, all right, when he fights people, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there might be a little tingle when he takes his shirt off because he's ripped. <laughs> <laughs> he's a sexy man. Uh, he talks about me talking about Travis, who hadn't been here. Yeah, but I didn't go, I didn't put Henry Cavill on my screen and ask him to blow me. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's Travis. Now, you put him on the screen. Well, I had maybe. to put him on the screen because he was part of the show. Well, I know, but if you put him If Henry on... Cavill was on the show and he was coming in remotely, we'd put him on the screen, too. So let's yeah. ask Henry, would you like to be on Nerdable so we can put you up on the screen? So that Chris can ask. So here's the like, hey, I'm sure if you we got had, a chance. I'm sure if we had Henry Cavill on the screen, that Beth and, and Ellie would have been in here last week too. And well, we no, would, because the first, the first, no, because the first question out of my out of my mouth, but hey, you want to blow me? And then he would leave. <laughs> so then it would just uh, wrong. He would, he would just be like, uh, and then he would yeah, leave. What, what like, if he would uh, go? Time's done, sure. Time's done, guys. <laughs> what if he went? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let me know. I got, I got a story. I got to fly back. Then he got it on. Then you gotta take him up on the offer. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, crap, crap, they banned all flights to the EU. I can't get there. He's, but he says you gotta reciprocate. So <laughs> got a story for the ages. <laughs> I 69 Henry Cavill? Sure. <laughs> My goodness. Like you wouldn't take that up. I think up. he just named the episode. <laughs> yes, let's have the episode. Let's see if that gets us banned right. from somewhere. <laughs> I-69 Henry Cavill, the episode. You're going to get a lot of people disappointed like that Prince episode. episode. (laughs) Had nothing to do with Prince until the end when we talked 40 minutes about his music. They're like, wait a minute. This is talking about Star Wars. God, and we, I think that's the most we have listened to. Oh, by far. Nobody made it past five minutes, but we had the most people who tuned in to start with. Um, No, the... This one's interesting. I mean, I know you don't play the game, but would you be interested in checking it it's out? Good. I don't care. I don't play Witcher. I didn't read Witcher. I watched the series, and after the fourth episode, I, I really enjoyed it. Now, with with the success of the Witcher, if you have the right people in place, this could be you know on its level. Basically, are you going to watch the one that's uh, now that's on there? That's about the uh, the nun warrior oh. warrior nun. Uh, I remember seeing that. Xena, Warrior Nun? No. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, I'm thinking of Garth Enos's. Yeah. Oh. Um, that I can't. Uh, Sister Mary? Is it Sister Mary? Yeah, no. it, it's, so, is it Sister Mary? No. No. Sister Mercy? It's funny. I just found that trade like a month ago in storage, and I was flipping through it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how good this was. <laughs> Carlos Esquera. I can remember the artist. I can't remember the name. Oh, it's actually called Warrior Nun. I'm right. Warrior Nun is a... That isn't the Garthinus one, though. That's, um... Isn't that, a, isn't that an Antarctic one? Might be. Oh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. That That's Garthinus's. That's Garthinus's one. I don't think they're going to do anything with Garthinus anymore. Or is it Warren Ellis? Which one? 
What? Warren Ellis is the one who got accused. Yeah. Okay. Garthinus hasn't been accused. If Garthinus is accused of anything, it's going to be shooting somebody. Because <laughs> um, all his books are war books. I just actually just read uh, String Bags yesterday. Hey, you know what Chris Evans got accused of? Loving me. <laughs> Being a decent human being. <laughs> because he wants to be another... Oh, Chris Evans is amazing. <laughs> I would cuddle, was, I'd cuddle with that guy forever. You'd lick his abs, wouldn't you? Oh, easily. <laughs> lick his abs? Sure. Like, no, no, down there. No, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll just stick right here. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. How many abs does he have? One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and they go wow. up and then up. And then over, yeah. <laughs> no, you go back down and you start back up. He's got abs wow. on his back. Chris rolls him over. Wow. So anyways. Um, <laughs> sorry. This is the most sexually charged show we've ever done. Sorry, Mr. Evans. Yeah, because he's listening. <laughs> if you are, give me a call. <laughs> I will lick your abs. Uh, Chris no, Evans. Prove that, you, prove that you listen. I dare you. Chris Evans stated that he misses the role of Captain America. So do the rest of us. So what are you going to do about it? And it's got a lot of people speculating that he may be returning. No. And they should stop. Just let it. Look, we're going to have. What about five years from now? We're going to have like 16 months of no Marvel films. And we're going to be so itching to go back. Black Widow could probably be the worst Marvel film that anyone's ever seen. And people will give it an A rating when they walk out. Like, I'm just so glad to have a Marvel film. Well, and because of, because of what there. happens with Black Widow, which is what I have a problem with. As soon as she dies, as soon as Tony dies, the next film has them in it. Yeah. And it opens that door to like, hey, we can still tell all of these interesting. What are the stakes in a Black Widow film? What do you care? It's like watching... As much as I enjoyed the final season of Clone Wars, how much better would that have been if we didn't know if Ahsoka made it to Rebels? Oh, yeah. Exactly. So it's the same thing here. You watch, And we knew... Look, if Black Widow was released five years ago, we knew she was going to make it to the end. But right. what are the stakes in that film when we know Civil War... Or this is after Civil War. Everything after Civil War has happened after that film. Correct. So what in that is going to change anything? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Well, we know she One of the reasons die. that we, we, we love... At least one of the reasons I love Winter Soldier is it changed the dynamic of that universe. Shield doesn't exist right. at the end of it. Cap elevates himself to this role of like, you know he's gonna be head of the Avengers. He's gonna be doing all this. He puts Nick Fury in his place. Uh-huh. He does all of this stuff. Like that movie changed a lot of stuff. When you watch Ant-Man, Ant-Man's fine. Doesn't change anything. Still the same. Right. Everything that happens after, it's like, ooh, Yellow Jacket doesn't have a suit of... Ant-Man's the only one that even... Uh, the best part of Ant-Man is the fact that it's the only thing that addressed the idea that you exist in an Avengers world, you find a guy who's making a murder suit, and you don't call Tony Stark? Sure. When Hank Pym was a part of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, he doesn't have that phone number? Mm-hmm. Hey, hi, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this guy, uh, Darren Cross, or whatever the hell his name is, he's got a suit. Yeah, he kills people. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the company. The end. Credits roll. It's like a 20-minute <laughs> film. Um <laughs> But to to have this, I don't, I don't need a cap. I don't need a cap film in World War II again. I don't need a cap film between Avengers and Age of Ultron. I don't need it as much as I want one. We don't need one, and well, I know what about we the, don't need any of it. But the same thing is, I don't. What about I the speculation got, of pulling him out of time? No, because I've got through this. This is what Endgame gives you. Tony Stark's story is done. Uh-huh. Steve Steve's story is done. It's time to move on. You yes. used to hit the table so much more than I, I know. did. It's so, just like Clark Gregg's thing. When yeah. you get done. Yeah. The, 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 Clark Gregg is dead. No, we made him into a sort of robot Look, thing that went to Tahiti. It and, cheapens, it's, and it's it totally... It cheapens the story it cheapens of everything. Endgame. He said Endgame it last cheapens. week's episode. 
his superpower is dying. Because he care. dies all the time. Yeah, his superpower should be to stay the F dead so that Avengers makes sense. Um, if you, you, you cheapen it every time they come back. Tony being, I don't care that it takes place between Civil War and whatever the first film after Civil War is. Seeing Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark after okay. you just watched him play Infinity War and Endgame, this masterful performance of being the cornerstone of the Marvel Universe in the movies that we know it, sure. who saves everyone and sacrifices himself, which Steve says all the way back in Avengers, you're not the type to make the sacrifice play, and he makes it, and he finishes it, and then originally, less than a year later, we were supposed to see Robert Downey Jr. again go, I'm, I like Black Widow. I'm part of the Avengers. No. Steve goes back and lives his life. He does exactly. Tony's sacrifice gives something to Steve where he says, I went to go get some of that life that Tony kept talking about. Right. And I had it and I did it. And I married Peggy and everything's great. And I get to pass my legacy on. And I get to give it to Sam who deserves it because I'm not going to give it to that nut job who keeps murdering people with a rubber arm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) With a rubber arm? Can you imagine? (laughs) Smack. (laughs) Smack. Um, Every time he shoots a gun. (laughs) Remember? remember But but it's it's over. Yeah. And you get that. I ended up doing... um, what I did a little while ago in Endgame, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched the portal scene in forever. Let's get let's get pumped up for that. And then I watched the rest of the movie, which is still like an hour. And you get to the end, and even the credit sequence, that great sequence of the six original Avengers, with them standing there, and you see that the sort mm-hmm. of like, like, you just well up with like, Chris Evans played that cap so well. And I've got it. It's there. It's in that bubble. And it's beautiful. And I can go back and watch Captain America and enjoy it even more, knowing mm-hmm. where it goes, where the first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, I wanted my cap to be more like, oh, that's what it was. I was just waiting for Winter Soldier. Yeah. And now those other two caps are better, knowing you go through and everything that's in Endgame is mm-hmm. he plays stupid cap and, and new cap and everything. So I don't want it. Right. I love Chris Evans. Amazing. If he wants to come back as old Steve in Avengers 4, Avengers Boogaloo, sure. Boogaloo. If he comes in, just like look at whatever they do, you know. Let's let's say they they take over the sword satellite, and you have the Avengers satellite. Like, yeah. hey, it's the JLA satellite, or Avengers satellite. <laughs> if he's up there, like, wow, this is amazing. This is cool. I'm gonna go back to Earth and die now because I'm 90. Um, th- that's fine. Is that he becomes a watcher? Yeah, that's kind of interesting, actually. <laughs> he goes up to the moon. Better than Bucky being the watcher for what four he minutes? Sits, sits on the yeah. Uh, oh, you can just have him in whatever Avengers facility they have, and he's just there. Freeze him he, again. He leave. He just lives there. <laughs> well, that was when when um, the nail or whoever the age is Steve in the comics, mm-hmm. um, which is when Cap uh, when Sam became Cap. Yes, no. he was a part of Shield. He was a colonel in S.H.I.E.L.D. along with Sharon Carter, kind of running S.H.I.E.L.D. because they took all the life out of Sharon Carter, too. And then he became a Nazi. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> lost their mind. <laughs> hey, we, we re-de-aged him. We re de What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a llama again. Wait. We de-de-aged him? <laughs> no, they re-de-aged him because they de-aged him again. Yeah. Um, and then Steve's had a lot going on, all right? Yeah, and then he had, and they had the Cosmic Cube, and then they made him into a Nazi. Um, and it was fascinating, and everybody lost their. It was their very ass. fascinating. Even when Miles was the one that was supposed to kill him, and yeah, that was hottest character in comics now. Miles, 
Dude, if you have Ultimate Fallout number four, sell it right now. How much is it? Dude, it's exploded. Like CGC nine eight copies are like a thousand. Oh, I don't have that. What does it mean? Like I have it. Raws are like two three hundred dollars. Man, it jumped like crazy as soon as they they showed the game, and then now everyone's like, he's gonna be in a live action Marvel movie next year. Like, oh god, there's a guy on the CBSI thing. I think he's mentally handicapped. (laughs) Um, I'm not kidding. He posts like six paragraphs of stuff, and usually it just recaps a bunch of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. he's trying to say, no, Marvel signed Tom Holland to a new six. Next six movie contract. Like, no, that's his original contract. Right. Three Spider-Man films, three Avengers films, Civil War and the two Avengers. Right. But he's not done yet. Right. Because there's another Spidey. One film. more spider film. But after that, he's got six more films. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention. Yeah. Well, no, Venom, but- Venom's in the MCU. You're not paying attention. And it, I'll show them to you. It's insane. And you point out like facts mm. and just nothing happens. Have you, have you seen the, so the, Trump the, the, room, the rumor keeps going through these guys that, Marvel's going to buy the spider rights back, which they're not going to, because they'll have to wait for Sony Pictures to go out of business. And then he doesn't understand that. He's like, no, it just goes to the company that bu- that buys it. Like, no, the rights revert back to Marvel, which is owned by Disney, should anybody buy Sony. Because that was part of their yeah. deal, is no one could buy Sony right. just to get Spider-Man. So it's just stuff like that. But the rumor being that Miles is going to be in some sort of live action thing has just driven everybody up the wall uh. crazy. And they're just buying all of this stuff. I mean... There's like the hip hop cover is insane. Hell, there's just a there's a cover, um, the end that they just did the the, the one shot. Mm, oh like yeah, the yeah, yeah. the old old miles. Yeah, it's yeah. like four bucks more than cover now because people are just buying anything that he's got an appearance on. That's crazy. There's a cover of his Spider Man series when it was just titled Spider Man. Yeah, because they really wanted just to confuse of the game people. Trailer? Just because of the game trailer. And then, so there's a Spider-Man one where he's on the ground and there's two police officers back and behind him and one of them's got his on his knee on his neck. So oh, really? in a very, yes, in a very morbid way, that wow. exploded like yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, there's like the first, the first cover where he's got a hood on. Um, the hoodie, not, yeah. you know, not the hoodie you know, like he wears in the thing. That exploded. That book's like 20 bucks. Wow. We just had like a thing of miles sitting there, and I think I sold at least one of them. It's, it's, well, nuts. I wonder. What's well, the same thing that happened with Calvin Ellis, who is the black Superman that was in Final, Cri- Final Crisis 7, and then he was in an Action Comics one. So it was Grant Morrison's idea. He's President Superman on another planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. On Earth. He, whatever. He was in Multiversity then. Yeah, he's in Multiversity. Okay. So that Action Comics that has his origin, yeah. that became a $50 book overnight yeah. as soon as. I keep wanting to say it's Michael B. Jordan. I think Michael Jordan at one point said he wanted to play Superman, but it's somebody else. It's another uh, black okay. actor yeah. who said, I Michael B. Jordan did say he wanted to No, no, no. But there's one just a few weeks ago oh. that said, Warner Brothers should be doing a black Superman in the midst of, of yeah. all of this. And then that started, you know, we got this covered in Ain't It Cool and all the rumor sites that are just like, let's make up stuff that Warner Brothers is seriously interested in making a black Superman and they're going to use Calvin Ellis because that's what fans are going to go. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, wait, that's not Clark? And he's not white, and then they're gonna leave. Um, so that exploded it's all as the well. Speculators that probably oh speculators run those rumor this, mills. Oh yeah, because it it's because it drives up the. Price well, it's the same thing as these. Oh totally. Yeah. These uh, these 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 guys that are in this thing for years. One eighty is the first cameo of Wolverine. One eighty one is first appearance. He shows up on the final panel. Mm. So there's a couple of guys in there that are going crazy with like an appearance is an appearance. So that's first appearance. 180 should be the most expensive Wolverine comic. Blah, blah, blah. And of course, one of them outed himself. He's like, yeah, I have 45 copies of that. 
So he's trying to drive the price up so that he can sell all of his copies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cameo, and, and so it's, it's been the thing for the black Spider-Man suit forever. Because Amazing Spider-Man right. 241, I think, mm-hmm. has it on the cover. But the first time he ever wears it is Secret Wars 8. Now, originally, Secret Wars 8 was supposed to be published before, but of course, it was late. Yeah. So Amazing Spider-Man comes out with that cover. You know, the rumors are true. Right. And But the suit, the the... Secret Wars 8 is worth more than the other because it's the first time it's in the Marvel in chronologically yeah. that he wears it. But that doesn't make any sense because anytime you throw a, sh- a flashback, it's like, oh, that's their first appearance sort of thing. So it's it's kind of what the the reader or the collector demands. The collector yeah. is always going to assume that 181 is the first appearance. He's on the cover, for God's sakes, of Wolverine. Yeah. So that's always going to be worth more than 180. But these guys are going nuts. And now you got guys that are like, no, but previews, those issues are, you know, there's a guy trying to say that Thor is Wolverine's first appearance because he's in an ad. It's like an ad with him with his claws. Like, the Wolverine is coming that's for Hulk 180. Stupid. And it's like, that's the first appearance. You can go to hell. Like, yeah. you guys, so many of these guys are so stupid. I mean, it's, I mean, with everything, and they all think they know how to run a shop, too. That's my, yeah. that's the best. Like, you, you put in your money and run a shop and see what happens. Oh, so yeah. what do you think everybody's going to do with the first appearances of alien and predator predator in marvel comics okay so here's the other problem this is, i'm gonna go on a tangent first so their new thing now is going after first appearances of media characters that have existed in other media that are in comics mm-hmm. so kanan number one and kanan number six are going for stupid money and the worst is clone wars number one that first miniseries they did uh-huh. that is that great dave filoni cover that i have the poster of when it was all but confirmed that she's in the second season of Mandalorian. That book's worth like $200 because it has a slow print run anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is this book worth 200? And like, it's the first appearance of Ahsoka. I'm like, no, Clone Wars, the movie is the first appearance of Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, no, yes. this is the first appearance in comic form. So who cares? Who gives a shit? That's what I said. And then when I got into the Kanan thing, I said, what do you care about Sabine Wren being in comics? Because one, she's in it for half a second. It's, it's a, his, the whole Kanan is a flashback uh-huh. of what happens during order 66. But you find out he's like reliving it through a coma or whatever because yeah. he gets knocked out. And in number six, he wakes up in the ghost for half a second or whatever. Okay. And so Sabine's in it and Hera's in it and whatever. And Sabine is supposedly going to be in the second season of Mandalorian along with every other Star Wars character that's ever existed. Darth Vader's in it. Emperor Palpatine. Jar Jar's in it. George Lucas is in it as George Lucas. He just walks around like, I'm George Lucas. I created you. I created you will get you. me a Coke I created all this. You will get me a Coke Zero. <laughs> Um, he, t- so, he demands the emperor to get him a Coke Zero. Get, no, you will get me a Coke Zero. Okay, that's not how the force works. It'd be nice if the emperor's messenger was in it. Um, the so that's this new thing of first appearances. Now, what hasn't happened is yes, Alien Number One is not the first appearance yeah. of the Xenomorph in in uh, a, a comic, so it hasn't gone. But I just had to go on that trend for. I don't understand that trend at all because mm-hmm. even G, that's never happened with GI Joe. Like people love right. t- 21 is the first more storm shadow, right? right. It's it, the issue goes for a lot. Cause it's also the silent issue and it's hard to find a really good condition. And it's the only one that Larry Hama drew mm. um, or at least laid out. Steve Leola finished it. But there was a time that that book was over a hundred dollars because people were going crazy. going it's the first appearance of storm shadow. Like, yeah, but he was a figure with a file card six months before that issue came out. Yeah. This is, you got the toys before they ever showed up in the comic. Yeah. Except for the Baroness character. Too. Yeah. And he was a cartoon Prior character. That, so that's it in matter. it. He's already had. An so it was, it was, it's just a bizarre sort of thing, but aliens and predator have been ripped away from dark horse. Yeah. 
just like Star Wars, just like Firefly, I'm surprised, just uh, like everything else. Dark I'm Horse sure. let those go. It's not that they let them go. Their their contract expired, yeah. and Marvel basically is just decided not to then shop it at all. It's like okay, we're gonna Disney, uh, or, you know, Disney owning Fox is like okay, it just goes to Marvel. Same I'm thing happened with Conan. Firefly's yeah, not there uh, yet, uh, unless they're Firefly's contract- doing boom. Right, unless they're, when their contract ends with Boom, they'll end up there. That's going to be a while because they just started with Boom. That's only like two years old. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it used to be the Dark Horse stuff. That was one of the things that they were doing. Same thing with Buffy. Right. They they signed a deal with Whedon right. for Buffy because um, Fox doesn't own Firefly. Whedon does. No. So it's... Fox owns Firefly. They're, they're not going to do anything with it. I mean, it's, it's Whedon who sold it to... Fox, but yes, but Fox owns Firefly because... And then they... They upped all of the trademarks a few years ago because they wanted to release Firefly merchandise, and they didn't want because there was at one time there was a, a big bid for Nathan Fillion to buy Firefly from Fox, and there was a there was and a, then Fillion's like, dude, I'm making six million dollars an well, episode no, on he, Castle, so I'm good. He made a joke about it one time and said, yeah, if there was a Kickstarter, you know, I would you know contribute, oh, and there dude. was a Kickstarter, and it was starting to raise a lot of money, and he had to finally go back and you know, and say. Stop, please. We can't do this. And anyway, know, and then it doesn't Fox, matter. Fox renewed all their licenses. So f- the the contract with Dark Horse either expires or it was going to expire, and they pulled it because the funny thing with this is Wednesday I had a customer come in looking for the first issue of the Predator, the original screenplay comic. Mm, They're yeah. doing the same thing they did with Alien Three when they did William Gibson's script yeah. as a comic, and so. I looked it up because it was like, it's supposed to come out today. And it said canceled on Diamond Sight. And the first thing I thought it was, oh, it's just being resolicited because it was supposed, supposed to come out now, but it was solicited in February and then yeah. the world fell apart. And everything got, you know, got crazy. Um, and then it come to find out the next day that Marvel owns the rights. And it was an interesting way to announce it. You have the Predator on top of Stark Tower with the Iron Man head. Yeah. And the Xenomorph on board the the Milano or whatever it is from Guardians. Yeah. I don't know what it's it's because does he have the same name in this in the comic? He did, but the Milano is destroyed now. It's a new ship. Yeah, but it was, the idea was it's supposed to be the Milano because you right. see the cassette and the, and yeah. the thing, the cassette player and the headphones. Well, if it's got so the cassette player, it, then it got everybody to be like, "Oh my god, they're gonna make aliens versus you know basically what they did with Conan, which they had Conan yeah. come out and then they did Savage." Um, they Savage Sword again, and then they did Savage Avengers, where he's in the Marvel Universe. Mm. Now, there's some precedent to that, and that he was in the Marvel Universe before for a short amount of time when Marvel first had it. Yeah. But could you imagine the Xenomorph showing showing up in Guardians three or something? You can you can do oh the movie yeah I could see that being like a, a Easter egg in the background or like the you collector know, like, the Pred- like Predator two when the, the Xenomorph skull yeah. is in the is in the Predator ship. Um. If they do Avengers versus Predator as a miniseries, I'm all in. If yeah. you're like Predator is is, you know, now in the Marvel universe and it's got his own planet and they invade Earth and like Avengers number six forty five, no, yeah, I'm out. You know, I don't need that. I don't need Xenomorphs because you already have Xenomorphs. They're called Brood, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't need the Xenomorphs. I don't need the. But if you want to do this, it's like Batman versus Predator. Batman versus Predator is fantastic. It's an amazing miniseries. Andy Kubert does the art. You get the the, the Batman fights Predator armor. It's so cool. And they did three of those, for God's sakes. It yeah, works. Yeah. If you want to give me, you know, if you want to give me Craven and Spider-Man versus Predator, sure. 
You give me the right people to do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll read that. You want to give me Guardians of the Galaxy versus Xenomorphs? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. As it's standalone, the only time the Xenomorphs have ever been used to change a universe, which was hilarious, is a Wildstorm with Stormwatch. The Wildcats-Aliens crossover is the Xenomorphs uh, invade the Stormwatch satellite, which is like their version of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Right, this this worldwide protectorate force that has a, that has a satellite. And they kill most of Stormwatch. <laughs> and that led to Warren Ellis, who now is a bad person. Warren Ellis relaunched Stormwatch. And the reason that he relaunched it was the idea is he wanted to bring them back to the ground. He wanted to make them smaller. He wanted to not have them have a budget. And uh-huh. then that would lead to what eventually would be the authority. And they proposed that, you know, he's like, oh, we're getting the Xenomorphs. And Warren Ellis was like, oh, I want to use that. Yeah. I want to do that. But yeah, but it's got to be Wildcats. Fine. They come, they get the distress signal from the Stormwatch satellite. They go to the Stormwatch satellite and find like six people survive. And for the longest time, you couldn't reprint that. And so when you're reading Warren Ellis's run, so you, you got where he takes over with 41 and he completely changed Stormwatch and he changed Henry Bendix and everything. And you get to Stormwatch number one and they're like, yeah, the satellite was destroyed and we're all on earth and we don't have any money. Why? You don't know why. Well, what happened was the satellite gets destroyed. They, they nuke it. They nuke it in orbit in order to destroy the Xenomorphs. And so that was awesome. Like it really makes sense. But in a smaller universe like that, that nobody really cared about. Sure. Yeah. But if you're like, you know, if, if DC were to have ever said, you know, Batman 600, it's like, Oh, you remember that time I fought predators? That was crazy. <laughs> like, that's not going to work to me. That's not going to work. That's not something I'm looking for. And I don't want to see that with Marvel. I'm interested to see what new stories will do. They've done aliens for the last couple of years. They've been some, there've been some interesting comics that are out there. Um, well, dark horse had a great run with them. Dark horse had a great run. That is really good. Dark and aliens versus predator. And then their alien series started to do kind of go here. And then it was there and then it came back up. So there's interesting stuff that's there, like any like any property. Sure, there's really great stuff. The first series is great. When they had to, when they they after Alien Three, they had to reissue it and be like, oh, it's not Ripley and Hicks because they die, um, or not um, Newton Hicks, and then they finally were like, f it, people will understand. We wrote this before Alien <laughs> Three, so here's the. It, I, Wednesday was the 30th anniversary hardcover release for Aliens versus Predator. I bought that, and then the next day I'm like, oh, they can't do this anymore. Um, so there's, there's great stuff that's in there, but you get to a point where Dark Horse is not Marvel. Right. Marvel was able to get Jason Aaron and uh, Mahmoud Asar to do Conan, and it was fantastic. And then they're like, okay, we're going to put Conan in everything. Like, hey, I'm really interested to see who they get to do a Predator series yeah. or an Alien series. And do you do it as miniseries or you do it as an ongoing? If you did aliens with colonial Marines type thing and the company and all that, I don't see how you do that as an ongoing. And I don't see, see how like, you do predator. I could, as you an could ongoing do, either. you could do the colonial Marines as an ongoing. Yes. But the thing is, is once the Xenomorph disappears, you know, the reason that you could but do you shield have, as an ongoing is you have Hydra and aim and Dr. Doom and people you can fight. If you do colonial Marines of like, Oh, we're fighting the Xenomorphs and that's six issues. And then the next six issues is we're fighting Bug creatures on the planet Goodalu. Nobody cares. You Does hope that they would, but they won't. Goodalu? Goodalus. 
It's in the it's in it's, it's in the cocker sector. Boogaloo boys. <laughs> the boogaloo boys. boys. Boogaloo. But it'll be it'd be interesting to see what kind of creators they pick. If they get someone like Jason Aaron to write it, or if they get um, well, what if you uh, had what if you had the uh, Donny Cates? That's the if you give me a Predator series with Donny Cates doing it, I'm in. What if you had the Colonial Marines going after, say, the Brood or something? But then you're mixing universes, and mm-hmm. that's not what you want. I don't want that. I don't need that. If you're doing an ongoing, you're doing it set in that universe. And you'd want to hopefully follow the rules that they've kind of put in that universe, which is the canonically Xenomorphs. the Xenomorphs and the Predators are in the same universe. So is the company. So is Ripley. So is Earth being taken over by Xenomorphs at one point. So is mining colonies all over this galaxy. That's all fine. But I don't the need Xenomorphs Iron Man going through Xenomorphs and Vong team up. It's not. doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. <laughs> Well, then we can we can we can end the debate. Like, if you use a lightsaber on a xenomorph, does it cauterize the acid immediately? Because you get someone with a if you should. slice someone in half with the it cauterizes the wounds, we don't ever see anybody with blood. You sh- it should, but acid is different than blood. Sure, can a can a lightsaber go through their skin? Oh yeah, lightsaber can go through anything pretty much. You just got to use it, except cordless metal, and another lightsaber. Somehow we got Star Wars into this. Yay! We and, a did riot, it. And, a, and a riot baton. Looks so good. Right at the end. Right at the end. So, anyways, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're also on Instagram as Nerdables. So, for Chris, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. So, for Chris, Ethan, and Mikey, I'm already saying, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Wow.